see how much we change women's lives. We get messages from women. I'm not bleeding. I can be a mother again. I can be a wife. I can work wow. normally. And these things really, you know, give us goosebumps and really push us forward. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and tech to peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. This episode is about entrepreneurship in women's health, career journeys, um, really uh, both an informative and inspiring episode, and I hope you enjoy. Meet Karen Leshem. Karen is currently the CEO and board director at Ocon Healthcare, a leading women's health biotech company with a mission to introduce innovative intrauterine drug delivery technology for an array of conditions and diseases to improve and impact women's health and quality of life. Prior to Ocon, Ms. Leshem headed the corporate development team at the European pharma company Visopharma. In addition, she was a board member of a BioLite company, Visai, which she previously headed as CEO, and an Open University lecturer in marketing and business. As the founder and CEO of Visai, licensed from NASDAQ ERI, amongst other positions in pharma and medtech, Ms. Lesham successfully led clinical R&D and business development activities to achieve commercial status and MTAs in the United States, European Union, and China. Ms. Lesham was recently featured in Forbes magazine and sits on the Femtech Labs admissions and advisory board, as well as LSX's advisory board, and as a mentor at the 8400 Health Network. She makes sure to lead with passion, integrity, and donate her time and her earnings to and with women entrepreneurs that are starting out their career path and those whom have made choices that require mentoring. So excited to get inspired from you in these next 20 minutes. Your work is fascinating, not just your work today as CEO uh, of, of Ocon Healthcare, but you know, generally your whole career trajectory um, in, in, in the healthcare space. I think it's so cool, all these different organizations you've been a part of today focusing on, on women's healthcare. Um, really excited to hear your journey, your perspective, why you got inspired and passionate to join this company yourself. Uh, I think those changes are always fundamentally so inspiring for me as a young entrepreneur and a, as, as a lifelong learner. So Karen, thank you so much for being here. Sure, my pleasure. Thanks, Michael, for having me. Of course. Well, t- take me back a little bit to sort of what excites you in this world. What, what, you know, what are things that are that you're curious about? The, and and then we'll transition to to understanding a little bit better about women's healthcare and how you got introduced into this space. Well, I kind of stumbled across this space. I uh, dealt in the field of ophthalmology for about 15 years, so that was my my whole world. Um, you know, which is important. You know, eye disease is is crucial. If we lose our eyesight, um, you know. It, but it never really uh, came home for me. Um, I don't mm. even need reading glasses and I'm well, well over 40. So, um, so yeah, it was something I did. Um, I think my entire career brought me to what I'm doing today. Um, really? Yeah. And so um, I, I really thought about this the other day, looking at the questions that you asked me. I really think that every step in my career brought me to do the best I can be and do 
uh, for my team, for the world, for my board. Um, wow. Today. So yeah, I really believe that. Okay. So, so, okay. So we have to just jump right in there. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing today, but, but I want to, throughout these 20 minutes, always go back and figure out how did your experiences sort of shape who you are to allow you to be the best leader you can be today in women's healthcare? So um, I still don't want to know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> so I kind of went from, from a career to career uh, within the health uh, space. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare, but sure. I just didn't know exactly. Uh, and I studied business. And so I kind of stumbled across doing a lot of business development. But through my, my career, I did a lot of work in, in managing projects and doing business development, mergers and acquisitions and licensing. And, and I really reached, I think, the top when I worked for a pharmaceutical company in Europe. And then I came back home um, and I had options. I had an option to uh, join Ocon as VP sales and I had another option in a company in Boston. And I thought, oh, Boston would be awesome. Uh, but, you know, uh, God in the world has a way of, of working uh, in mysterious ways. And the Boston gig didn't come, come through, thankfully, because six months after that, COVID hit. So I would definitely be uh, looking for a job. Uh, and I joined Ocon. And I joined a company that was um, in the space of women's health. I've never done women's health. I'm a woman, you know, I, I'm worried about my health, but, you know, we don't know so much about our bodies and about problems that we have. And I was in charge of one product um, and to understand why this product is it booming. And I think very quickly the board um, approached me. I knew them from, from earlier dealings and said, you know, this company's not doing so well. It's been around for eight years. We want to close it. What do you think? And I said, you know, I don't really know. And I looked at the patents and I interviewed all kinds of key opinion leaders. And I said to myself, we have to bring these solutions to the market. Women have to have access to better therapeutics and better choices. Um, and so they uh, made me CEO. And uh, it's been an exciting, hard <laughs> uh, journey uh, that we've, uh, that we've um, kind of embarked on. Uh, to make sure mm -hmm. this platform that delivers drugs to the uterus uh, will be, uh, you know, worldwide available to women. So going back to that sort of a consultation, if you will, internally from whether whether you think there's viability in continuing to fight for this company or not, you know, but besides the mission of you know of women's healthcare and and uh, better better drugs with, for the uterus and medicine for the uterus, what? What was it about Ocon Healthcare that made you understand that there is an opportunity here that it sounds like you were very convicted on sort of what that this thing needs to be more accessible to women worldwide? Is it because of the technology of Ocon Healthcare, or the product itself? What made you so, so convicted on this? So A, the technology. It's super cool. <laughs> it's super cool. It's super safe. I'm using it myself. I'm using one of our products. And I see, I see the difference. I see how much I love it. I see my friends that are uh, um, eligible for it, using it and loving it. Um, and I said to myself, you know, this is not about one product. This is about a platform of products that can help. And I'll give you an example. We're working Please. on a product called Seed. And this product is an intrauterine device, but it, it's actually a therapeutic. It helps women one in four that have abnormal or heavy menstrual bleeding. And in this arena, women have two choices. Either you're pumped with hormones or uh, you go to the hospital to get, you know, your lining of the uterus physically removed, not to mention the fact that doctors want to take out our uterus when we don't need it anymore after the age of 40. And this is a simple product that goes in and out and kind of does a chemical peel to the endometrium 
Um, it's not supposed to be painful. It's done in the doctor's office. We don't need to have this insanely invasive procedure. And this is now in clinical studies. This has to come to market. One in four women suffer from it. And then we have an array of products that continue on to women taking oral formulations that don't really re require all of this systemic absorption. So we can, you know, target the tissue directly at the uterus. And so the, the technology, the patents, um, the idea behind it. And I think that our passion, not only me, together with my team and my board, brought the World Economic Forum to put an eye on Ocon. And, and we recently won wow. um, a tech pioneer, one in a hundred companies globally creating impact. So it's not just what I think and what the team thinks, awesome. and what the board thinks. Yeah. So we really got uh, recognition for it. Uh, very cool technology. Incredible. I love it. So going back, obviously, you know, women's healthcare is, a, is an exploding field and so much innovation and um, massive importance. You mentioned right before we started that, you know, the, the sort of coming into the realization of what is Oakland Healthcare in this space, it's something that you became very passionate about personally. What, what is it? You know, sort of what is it about the space, the, the, the problem space, the, the, you know, on a worldwide scale that got you so, so intrigued and convicted? So just talking to women around uh, the world, we just don't know our bodies. We don't know our options. Uh, sometimes we blindly go and listen to what the doctors have to say. They have an array of priorities that, that you know, from financial to just making sure that we're kept quiet or just not complaining. Um, and so it really became apparent that from not knowing our bodies and not knowing our options, companies need to get out there and do a lot more work to allow women to have these options and to talk about some of their conditions that today, you know, we just don't talk about. And Ocon can be part of that. Of course, there's a huge uh, ecosystem around it. And I also made sure that I'm going to help the ecosystem because the more companies that come into the space and are successful and can right. earn it, yeah, will be uh, important for the space in general. So you still oh, feel it, that today? Bit, uh, it's a bit, uh, you know, I have a daughter, I have a mother, I have girlfriends, uh, you know, I have family. We're all women. So um, it's, it's something personal as well. No, but, but it sounds like what you're touching on, but besides the, the importance of it is, is the fact that there's market education that needs to happen, that it, there's not yet enough attention being given to this, given the magnitude of the problem. I'd love to understand that a little bit more. Why, you know, it's 2022. You know, why, why is it still the, the fact that you, that you feel that we don't give enough respect and attention to half of the world's, you know, healthcare issue? I mean, it's, it's pretty dramatic. Unfortunately, it's, it's not only healthcare, but it's also healthcare. Um, look at endometriosis, for example. Endometriosis is a condition where part of the lining of the uterus is kind of uh, outside uh, working as if it's in the uterus, but outside in other organs. Super, super painful. And when women come to doctors and complain about pain, oh, it could be psychological. Uh, you're complaining, but it must not be that bad. And just now we're getting uh, more and more information on endometriosis. They say that one in 10 women have it. I'm sure it's a lot more. Wow. Just because the, the fact that our diagnostics aren't, you know, uh, there. And I think this continues on and on in terms of what the doctors are taught or not taught. Look in, in, the, in um, the UK, for example, now all of the doctors need to have a specific training on women's health. Women have a different really? expression of diseases. Women have different ways of expressing heart attacks. Uh, women have different ways and different, you know, needs. And so I think that this is 
changing. It's going to be slow, but at least the direction is a good direction. Mm-hmm. And so what, what role does Ocon Healthcare, or do you personally as the CEO of Ocon Healthcare play in sort of this bigger, bigger, you know, sort of push for women's healthcare, not just from a technology perspective, but from a, I guess, market educational perspective? So first of all, we are a therapeutics platform. I think one of the things that are missing in women's health are more therapies. Therapies are hard to come by because mm. most of the clinical studies are not done on women only, right? These are clinical studies that are done on the population, and most of them are, are, are white men just because, you know, you don't want to have differences in, in your data because women have their monthly uh, hormonal changes, uh, for example. So A, focusing on on women's health and, and clinical studies uh, in women is super important. And I think Ocon brings that therapeutic edge. A lot of assets in women's health are digital, uh, apps, um, other assets could be diagnostics, but not a whole lot of therapeutics. And so when you have such an incredible p- platform that is safe and can bring drugs to the uterus in a way that's less painful um, and a little bit more targeted, I think that's super important worldwide. And also coming from Israel, I'm Zionistic and, uh, you know, this is ours. I believe this is ours, not, not mine or Ocon's. Uh, this is ours and we need to make sure to, to you know, push and, and uh, be the startup nation also in, in women's health. I love it. Okay, so, so we have just a few minutes left and I want to make sure that, you know, I, I learn a lot about this space, especially because it's a space that unfortunately I don't know much about and, and, and honestly, that's a problem. So, so tell me a little bit about you know, Ocon Healthcare, the different products that you provide and, and what, what health issues they help overcome today? So we, we built a platform um, that's shaped as a three-dimensional ball uh, that kind of rolls inside the uterus. It doesn't have any sharp edges. It's not made of plastic um, to really bring uh, therapeutics to the target tissue. So women have an array of diseases and conditions and indications in the uterus from heavy menstrual bleeding to contraception needs, endometriosis, uterine fibroids, um, um, endometriosis, as I mentioned, but also menopause. Um, so we, we cater to that specific drug delivery to the target tissue instead of taking oral formulations that, uh, as I mentioned, go throughout our entire uh, blood system. But, uh, you know, these are expensive hobbies, but we still have a dream to also put a little chip uh, on our balls to have kind of what we call an internal wearable where we can monitor um, disease progression. We can monitor our vitamins and minerals uh, and, and get a lot of information from within our bodies. And so we really want to be a leader in the delivery of drugs to the uterus to help with uterine-based uh, conditions. How, how big, how important is this? sort of on the market education for, for doctors or gyneco- gynecologists versus market educations for the end consumers? In other words, is, is this something that, that the average people need to understand or is it just the doctors that need to get educated about this? Yeah, it's both. That's such a good question. We really need to work in both angles. We need to show the doctors that innovation is coming and they're able to use the same platform for the treatment of different diseases and indications, but also women. Women need to be a lot more educated about their options and to ask. You know, we, we live in Israel where women are, are a lot more uh, progressive and they ask questions and they talk to their doctors and really push. Uh, in other markets, it's less uh, uh, prevalent. But, um, but yeah, we need to make sure to, to give both the uh, women 
the men also, but also the the healthcare professionals. Uh, and these are two very different um, educational kind of pathways that we need to create. Absolutely. And so, how do you how how do you think strategically around getting this out to women worldwide? Sort of market education one hundred and one. How does how how do you even take a product like this and educate a large population about what it does and what problems it may solve? Yeah, well, I think that that today um, digital channels are fantastic. They can do much harm because <laughs> the loudest you know voices are the ones that complain, but they can also do a lot of good. And women today, when they take a moment and they look online on what's available, they may come across different applications, different uh, uh, products. And this is something we will continue to invest in as, as we move forward. Ocon is, a, um, is an R&D house and also a uh, manufacturer of this platform technology. We want to be able to, to give uh, distributors or partners uh, these products because they know what they're doing in the market in terms of commercializing these, uh, these assets. And so, you know, we want to help with databases and we want to help this reach. But I think digital platforms are going to be extremely useful. Uh, for continued education uh, for women. And definitely through the World Economic Forum, let's see how much we can help with change policy through government and, and through organizations, yeah. So, so looping back to sort of your own story here, you know, how, how is this journey different from previous journeys that you've had? You mentioned that, you know, one of the things that, that were really cool, you mentioned that, you know, it, it almost seems like a lot of the things you've done sort of have brought you to this point. How, how, how is that so? How do you, why, why, why do you think that? So in my journey up till this point, I've done a lot in different areas of a, of a startup, right? So I've done uh, clinical and regulatory and project management and, and funding. And, but every time I did a part of it here at Ocon, and I always say there's no company like Ocon in Israel, especially not in women's health, because here we have it all. We do manufacturing. We have labs for our um, research and development. We do commercialize. Um, we need to get money in order to fund these, uh, these hobbies. Um, and the whole management of it, managing the board, managing the staff, uh, working together with a team of, of brilliant people. So this all comes together uh, at Ocon. There's not one portion, right? This is a whole uh, ecosystem um, that I, I'm very privileged to be able to, to manage and be part of. So, um, so I really think that all the little things that I've done all over the years uh, or throughout the years brought me uh, here. Uh, love it. So, so, <laughs> so you see, you see, you seem very inspired by what you do. Where, where do you get that inspiration from? I guess sort of on, on a regular basis. So is it, is it more so from the, from the, you know, high, you know, the, the, the goal you're trying to achieve the, the problem that you're solving, or is it more on a day-to-day basis that some things are making just inspired by what you do? Um, it's both. I think that the prospect of where we're going to be and how much work we've done in the last couple of years, when we we restarted the company to see this huge change that we've made already and what the future holds is super inspiring. But I think the day-to-day is even more. Um, meeting the team here, we're mostly women. Um, we all have issues. It's not us, it's our daughters, it's our sisters, it's our family. And so the day-to-day working with an incredible team is really something that gives me a lot of uh, you know motivation to get up in the morning and, and to be here and, and to do this work and to really progress it. And, uh, and we see, we have clinical studies now. We see how much we change women's lives. We get messages from women 
I'm not bleeding. I can be a mother again. I can be a wife. I can work wow. normally. And these things really, you know, give us goosebumps and really push us forward. So, uh, Incredible. So, yeah. I love it. Karen, I, I really want to thank you for taking the time uh, sharing it with me. I think that beyond, beyond the awesome work that it sounds like you're doing at Oaken Healthcare and, and your own journey, it just sounds like there is this whole shift now in the market of, of, of better education, for understanding different healthcare needs. And uh, it still astonishes me how little we know, not just about women's healthcare, but about also companies that are, that are dealing with it. And, and we've had quite a few on, the, on this show, including Oaken Healthcare. And, and to me, it's, oh, it's constantly, you know, it's amazing to me how, how much we talk about tech and biotech and medicine and, you know, the day-to-day, -day, but, but very rarely we get to, to these topics still. And so thank you for pushing the envelope here and for making it more accessible. Well, thank you, Michael, for giving a, a stage uh, for us to be here and to listen to what we're doing. This was wonderful. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the work. Good luck, Karen. Bye-bye. <laughs>